0: Welcome to a brand new episode of the Super More Bros podcast, hosted by your favorite brother duo, I'm Mitch and I'm Matt, where each week we bring you a dope guest or equip you with the skills to live life at the highest level.
1: What's going on? It's Matt. Before we dive into this episode, just wanted to ask a quick favor. If you could just go drop us a review, it'll take 30 seconds and it'll mean the world to us. It'll help us grow and help as many people as possible. All right, now let's dive into this one. What up? What up? What up? Welcome back to another episode of Coffee Talk with the Supermore Bros. <laughs> Mitch and I, you know, here we are, Friday morning. Y'all are going to be listening to this on Monday. If you listen to it on the day that it drops, we don't know if you do. Hope you do. We appreciate you if you do. But Friday morning, and Mitch and I were sipping some coffee. He just got off a hike. I just got back from the gym and the grocery store. We're just here to have a good time. Mitch, what's up, dude?
0: Not much. Just came off the hike, like you said. Stared at the sun this morning. It was perfect timing. We got to the top of the mountain. Um, as soon as the sun was just coming over the horizon mm. and it felt like you were eye level with the horizon, just watching the sun come up and just incredible orange sky, you know, orange, red sky from the top of a mountain. It's just, um, I told Claire when I got back, I was like, <clears throat> I think I may start doing that like once a week, just going out. Cause it wasn't a sh- super long hike. Um, so I could always run it get to the top and then just have kind of my time with God up there. You know, like if you don't feel God at the top of a mountain, when the sun's peeking over the horizon, you're the only one <laughs> um, and you're the only one out there. It's like, Ooh, it's going to be hard to feel God anywhere else. Hard um, For me at least. So yeah. And, and just having that alone time, that seclusion, you know, out, out there, I just know that would be incredible. So it's been a, it's been an amazing morning. Amazing morning, did it without minimal caffeine intake beforehand, so it was good to get that exercise in, see the sunrise, and then start to drink my caffeine afterwards, so we'll see how the rest of the day goes, but I have a good feeling about it.
1: It's just a good day, it's just a good day. And best day ever. Best day ever, shout out Mike, 2024, if you're listening to this, <laughs> but um, no, that that's a collusion, Talk talk to us a little bit about that seclusion time for you, because I know how important it is for you. And I know that's like one, you know, everyone's always like, oh, you and your brother are like so similar. And and I know we're similar in so many ways, but we're so different in a lot of ways as well. It's like you do need more of that secluded, isolated, like alone time, if you will. So talk to us about, you know, why you need that, what that does for you. Like, give the people some insight.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I mean, naturally I'm more of an introverted person, you know, when I interacting with other people, being around others, being in conversation, um, it it takes energy from me and it's not that it's a bad thing. It's just what it is. And so getting away, disconnecting, uh, for a little bit, having my alone time, uh, just helps to, to refresh me, refill my cup, if you will. Um, and it's something that I've really come to notice about myself and Clara's really become notice able to notice it as well, of just like when I haven't had that mm-hmm. um for a while. Mm-hmm. I just either I will either just like go into a mode where I don't really talk at all. I'm just kind of there with no energy and um it, it, or I'll get like more short or just like not even like angry, but just like you know irritable it's not, yeah, kind of irritable, and really for no reason. So recognizing that about myself has helped me realize, you know, that how important that time is and, um, and doing that. And, uh, especially I've really, this past like month and a half or so. I've been doing, you know, every single morning, spending time with God in some form or fashion, um, and pairing that with my alone time, you know, that's my time where. I'm not working on my business you know i'm not doing anything else it's something that i'm prioritizing every morning and uh, i just feel more on fire than i have ever felt even claire has noticed it and she's just like what what has gotten into you because uh, i'm just talking about you know what i'm learning i'm talking about what god's doing every single day and <clears throat> just feeling like i have the fire for that mm. and um, i think it's you know it's intentional it's paired with that alone time and that time that helps to fill my cup i'm also feeling being fed by the word at the same time and it's like i'm feeling feeling supercharged going into the days so yeah yeah so we'll, we'll see hopefully the you know i'm i just gotta follow through on it and uh stay consistent with it but i think getting out there in the mountains man um, will be a great opportunity for that
1: absolutely and I, a little bit of backstory on me and how we differ is like, like I have been scared of time by myself. Like people are like, yo, you need to go like, I don't know, eat dinner by yourself or, you know, <laughs> like I do these, go to the movies by yourself. Like everyone should experience that. And for me, it's like, no, no. Like, oh, I want other people there. I want other people there. Absolutely. And. It wasn't until I moved down to Florida, you know, i moved in with Joey, uh, and then Joey, like, the first three weekends is gone. He's traveling. He's got something, you know, like, Destin, Jacksonville, Ohio, or I don't know. He's gone, and so I'm, like, down in a new state across the country. My friends are gone. They're traveling. I know no one. I have no no other option to, to be alone or to go out to a public place and make friends, and I'm not about to do that, so... I'm alone, right, for three weekends in a row, and man, I loved it, absolutely Mm -hmm. loved it. I was, like, not a little upset when Joey came back, but I was like, hmm, change of pace, like, (laughs) so, but I I also, like, that was the first time in my life that I understood my ability to pour into myself directly, or, or my ability to pour into others directly reflects my ability to pour into myself, it was the first time yeah. I had been made aware of that because after those three weekends, like back to back to back, I just was, my calls were, there was a fire. There was an energy. There was, I'm pulling wisdom because that, those times that I spent alone, you know, I'm, I'm consuming podcasts, books, the, a lot of the Bible. You know, I think we were going through Ephesians at that time. I'm soaking it. I'm taking notes. Like I'm loving it. Next thing you know, on my calls, I'm bringing lessons. I'm bringing wisdom. Like, Just a whole new fire. And that took me right into Houston, the Elevate event down there in Houston. And so I was like, I got to be intentional and get some alone time before Houston. So I have that ability to go run on E for four days, redline this thing, and give these guys all I got. Because, you know, we got to Houston. Hell, I was sleeping for like five, six hours. You know, I'm at an event. I'm just fucking hyped. Like, I'm not sleeping. I'm up. I'm ready to rock. Like, just running on pure adrenaline and, and energy so it was just intriguing to me you know it's like that's the first ever time i've experienced it yes i draw energy from people yes i want people around i would say my tolerance is way higher than yours but i still need that time um so it's been something that's new to me and it's been super kind of intriguing i guess and and i yeah last thing i know i'm kind of ran here but like joey before the nashville retreat that they hosted last weekend they're I don't know, yeah, two weeks ago. It was, yeah. I told him, I was like, dude, I was like, you need to go fill your cup, man. Like, we're packing the night before. I'm like, dude, like, go go on a walk. Like, get some time alone. Like, do whatever you got to do, fill your cup. Cause he's like, yeah, you want to hang? Like, he's like a little puppy, dude. He gets bored. He gets bored. He like starts throwing shit at me. He'll throw the frisbee at me. And like, we'll be in the living room. He'll grab the ball, throw it at me, throw the frisbee at me. He's like, you want to play? You want to play? Like, and so I was like, you need to like spend some time with yourself, bro he's like, yeah, I don't know how to do that. So it was just, it was super intriguing. He goes, he sits down and he turns on Andrew Tate clips. He's like, all right, guess I'll try this whole pour him into my cup thing, turns on
0: Tate. <laughs> oh gosh. Oh dear. Yeah. I mean, it's, you know, it's, uh, I guess the opposite for me of, you know, I got to push myself to be into, get into social situations and to, go to dinner with new people or whatever it may be, Yeah, that take, that takes a lot of energy to, to overcome that resistance and make that happen. Whereas, you know, I just naturally default to spending time by myself or, um, you know, wanting, wanting to have that time to, to fill my cup. So, and then you're the complete opposite, but we, I think it's important, you know, to recognize like what, what, which is it that you, you are. You know make sure you prioritize the time that you need for you it's you know you still need to make sure you're spending time with people i mean that's really easy to do um you know for you when you have a roommate and you have people you're hopping on calls with all the time um but then you know carving out that time for alone time um you know for me i gotta make sure i prioritize that or i'll show up poorly in my marriage or in my business or whatever else um, and then i also got to recognize when it's time to push myself you know and go meet new people and go to social situations and you know pour out that energy in those in those moments so yeah, yeah it's uh definitely a balance but i think both are important both are important for sure and you just got to recognize which one is not you know your strong suit and make sure that you're incorporating it um into your regular life i mean you know if you look look at the Bible, it's like every time Jesus wanted to get with God, he went to the top of a mountain by himself, you know, or he went off by himself, you know, like he just went off by himself. So uh, like we, I think everybody does need that time. And uh, like you said, like whenever you're able to fill your cup and then pour out to others, like we talked about this, it's like, you know, you're like, let's just say you have a capacity right now to share wisdom. Like let's just say you have a level where, whatever that level is like, that's your capacity to share lessons, to share wisdom, to share your past experiences, whatever that is. Mm. You can't increase that level or that capacity without, if you're always poor, if you're always pouring out, you know what I mean? Like you can't increase that capacity or that level of wisdom or knowledge or experience that you can speak from if you're always just speaking. Yeah. Like even on this podcast, it's like if we were never growing ourselves and we were just coming on here to talk from where we've been in the past, it's like we would never be able to increase our capacity to share more better lessons or, you know, more wisdom or thing, you know, things we're learning as we're going. We'd always be speaking from the same level. And like, that's just not going to (laughs) work, you know? Like, it's it's not going to work. So you got to take that time to, like you said, listen to podcasts, be in the word, be by yourself, like be poured into so that then you can approach these other situations from a new level of perspective, a new level of wisdom, a new level of, you know, just intelligence. I don't know, whatever you want to call it.
1: And I think another big, big thing to understand here is. Understand, you do have that capacity, and people around you they can expand that capacity for you. Like your relationships absolutely matter. Like I think oftentimes Mitch and I, you know, we we overlook relationships because number one, we have just the most incredible relationship, and we have you know incredible relationships around us with dudes who are on the same level and they're and they're pushing um, in the same regards, but like understand like if you have relationships around you that are draining you like it's costing you and it's costing those who are looking to you to lead and to, to serve them like so it's like this capacity and filling that bar filling that energy is like like uh, quite literally this is not like us saying we're, we're better than anyone but there's just certain people we just don't have time for like we just don't have time for you unless you are providing us value or filling our cup and it's it's not like we're we're better than you or anything like that it's like we just have people here that we want to serve and we want to serve ourselves and we want to serve our god at the highest level possible and if you're not you know in line with that mission and, and helping to grow that mission then it's just like there's really just not a capacity here for you in my life you know no hard feelings still love and, and kindness but it's like that's that's just that it's like this is the path we're on and so you really need to audit your relationships. Like on top of auditing your yourself and gaining this self-awareness, you know, which type you are. Are you the more the introvert? Are you more the extrovert? When do you need to challenge those barriers? When do you need to pour into yourself? How do you need to pour into yourself? And then also looking at, you know, what relationships are you taking from me? What conversations do I constantly have where I just come out feeling drained? It's like, get rid of those. Get rid of those. And if you don't want to get rid of those people, then go have that conversation, that hard conversation. And that's something Mitch and I, we've been doing a lot of lately is just having those, those hard conversations. Cause it's like, we're, we're ready to get intentional with every single person in our life and we're ready to grow in every single uh, facet and every single relationship. So we're going out and we're, we're having the hard conversations and yeah, it's super uncomfortable, but it's like when we are sitting here for a year from now completely leveled up like understand it's because we're taking the actions we we don't want to take we're going and having those hard conversations so it's like i just want to challenge you guys is just audit your relationships understand who's draining me who's pouring into me pour back into them because they're going to pour into you more like like i absolutely have noticed like the more i hype joey up the more he hypes me up we're roommates it's like the more i shit talk him the more he shit talks me the more I encourage him and, and push him along and hype him up, the more he's going to fill me up and do the exact same thing. So it's like understand who are your belief builders around you, and you know what have you done for them as well.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, for sure. I
1: mean, <clears throat> it's something that
0: uh, you know we've had a lot of conversations on, but you can imagine your environment in like three different levels of maybe closeness to you or access totally. to you. Maybe like there's the inner circle of people that have complete access and that may not be a lot of people, but those are the people you're closest with. <clears throat> those are the people you're going to war with. Those are people that are pouring into you. Those are people that are hearing your struggles and
1: those are the, um, you're
0: being vulnerable with the, And those are the people that aren't constantly taken from you. They're also, it's a good, you know, you're giving to each other. And then there's that out in that next ring of like, okay, these are people that I I don't see super often, but like, we're cool, you know, like we have, a we check in with each other, you know, maybe every few months or something, make sure you're doing well. If there's anything that we can help each other with, like we're doing it, Um, you know, like we're, we're the friends, but it's not necessarily super close. And then you have another ring where it's like, okay, I only see this person. Maybe I only like, I follow them on Twitter and, you know, maybe we interact on there, but it's more of like the outer ring of people that you know, you're consuming what they have to share and you're, you may be encouraging them from afar and cheerleading them, uh, but they're not in your inner circle. Like they're just not close. And then there's going to be people that are out outside of your environment. And those are the people that you don't have any relationship with, you know, so like there's different levels of relationship. And if you understand where where certain people are or in where certain people should be, that can really help you. Uh, of like, oh, okay, this person's not necessarily going to be my inner circle, but like, they may be my middle or my outer circle people, you know, I, I want relationship with them, but not. Not total access to me. I'm not going to spend a bunch of my time. I'm not going to go out of my way to it, be intentional with them, you know? Yeah. Um, and then, but your inner circle, like you're, you're canceling your day. Like they call you like, hey, I need you. Like you're fucking. Done. Those are the people. Like you're, yeah. I'm flying out. Like you know, like if it need need be, like whatever it is. Um. And so, yeah, you can just think about it that way. Of like, okay, like I'll just put that person here. I don't have to. It's not like black or white. Of like, they're my best fucking friend, or I don't even know them. (laughs) They're a stranger. You know what I'm saying? Like there's there's just levels levels to it and closeness and just being aware of that can really help you.
1: And that awareness is going to be, be leverageable, I guess is the word I'm looking for. Like like you're in an advantageous position. Once you understand, like if you get a guy like Mitch on that outer circle where you're cheerleading each other on social media, guess what? Mitch is a valuable guy. He's a financial planner. He's got his own business. He's got a great marriage. Like he's, he's, you know, he's got a good relationship with God. Like there's so much you can learn from Mitch. So it's like if Mitch starts cheerleading me on Twitter, guess what? I'm doing everything I can to bring him as close as possible. You know, it's like, we're going to see the vibes and see if we actually connect. Like we have to have some sort of connection before I'm just tossing him in the inner circle. But when you see valuable people like that, that you want to get around, like, like seek those relationships. Like, I feel like so many people just assume that these relationships have just came to us. It's like, no, I've done so much work to build the relationships around me. Like, I have communicated with so many people. I have been the one to take the first first step to reach out. Let's get on a call. Let's connect. Let's talk. Hey, bro, can I offer you any value? Like, do, do you need help? Like, the value I did have to offer for the longest time was simply training and, and nutrition. It's like so I was offering that as much as possible to build relationships. Just value, value, value. Here you go. Here you go. Here you go. Can we just jump on a call and just connect? We do that. Now the vibes are there. And it's like, that's how I met Joey, my, my best friend, my roommate. Like he reached out to me to connect and we ended up talking for three hours and we were just providing each other value back and forth. It's like, he took that that step and, and he, he reached out to me and now I'm in that inner circle. He's in my inner circle. So it's like to build these relationships and to have a powerful network, like it's going to take effort. It's going to take action. And another big thing is it's going to take vulnerability. That's the biggest thing. I think the the easiest way to get people to move through those rings that Mitch is kind of talking about here, it's like you will phase through a ring when you get vulnerable. I met guys two weeks ago in Nashville, Tennessee that I met for the first time that are, are getting close to the inner circle simply just because the actions we had to take and the conversations we had to have in that weekend were just extremely vulnerable at this retreat. So vulnerability is just the fastest way to get someone to the middle of that circle. So it's like, Reach out, offer any value you can, try to just connect and just be a real fucking person. And then understand, like, if you really want to face somebody into that inner circle and take them through those depths, like, it's going to take vulnerability. It's going to take hard, transparent conversations. It's going to take energy and it's going to take effort. But if you have that awareness of where they are, you have that awareness of where they're moving, you can move them in closer, 100%. Or move them away. That's
0: (laughs) it. One of the the two. Like family and high school friends, they don't have to be there just because they were there, just because you guys just so happen to be born in the same town and of the same blood. Mm. (laughs) Like it just, Mm. you know, like it just, they don't have to be in the inner circle. So if you need to, if you're,
1: uh, you know, better with distance,
0: then be better with distance.
1: So how would you, how would you recommend distancing someone like, say I'm sitting here and I heard that I got somebody who's, who's, you know, we're pretty close. We've been really good friends. Like they're just not necessarily serving me. They're, they're draining me. Like, like how do I create that distance without coming off as like a dickhead or like, you know, just like, Hey, fuck you. Like how do I create good distance there? Healthy.
0: Yeah. Well, that's a good question. I mean, I'm not an expert by any means. I'm still trying to figure all this out. Uh, But I mean, what I would say is probably just don't put as much energy and time into it and it'll naturally fade. And that's okay, You know, Uh, like if you recognize that someone is too close and they're not, they shouldn't be there. It's like, okay, well, maybe I just, you know, take a step back and I don't initiate conversation as much. I don't invite them to hang out with me as much like I just, you know, you just naturally kind of create that by not putting the time and energy into it. Hmm. And like you said, if you put the like, given it will be given to you as in the Bible, and like you said, like, when you're giving and going and going deep and someone's reciprocating like that, you're bringing them in. So just stop giving and you'll they'll probably fade out, yeah. you know, and it doesn't have to be like you have this conversation and just like, you know what, you're not on the same path as me. <laughs> you suck at life, you know, like we're going to different places and we just can't even, we can't even interact anymore. Like maybe that'll be for somebody, you know, but there's going to be people that are in between. And it's like, okay, well, I just don't pour, I don't pour in as much. I don't give as much and it'll, you have the control to put as much as it could be totally cut off. You know, like you can do that, you know, but it, Mm -hmm. you can also just, instead of texting them once a week and checking in, text them once a month, text them once a quarter, you know, instead of hanging out every Friday, hang out, you know, every other Friday or once a, once a month, you know, like just, and it'll just, it'll just naturally, you'll go to different places and you'll have that distance and wherever you want it, like you're in control of it, um, you know? Don't, don't let somebody else feel like they're, you can't place them wherever you feel like they needed to be.
1: I want to highlight this notion you kind of just referenced there of like, maybe it's not every Friday. Maybe it's every other Friday. Maybe it's, you know, this is indication that it's on the calendar. And that's the biggest thing I've noticed recently with, with our relationships, you know? we were like, yo, our relationship with our dad just isn't where we want it to be. It's not as strong as we want it to be. What do we need to do to, uh, you know, bring it back? It's like, one, we need to go have the hard conversation with him, tell him how we feel, see how he feels. We went, did that. And then we all three came to the conclusion of like, hey, we're just going to have to prioritize more time, you know, on the phone right now and as much in person as we can, even though, you know, Mitch is in Colorado, I'm in Florida, our dad's, you know, in Indiana. So it's like, Right now, what we have is, is priority via FaceTime and, and we set it on the calendar every single week, every single Wednesday. And I know most people's knee jerk to that is like, oh, that's it's super transactional. But it's like, okay, you're probably sitting there not calling these people because your life is just quote unquote busy. I'd much rather put it on the calendar at six PM every Wednesday and make sure it gets done. I, I consider it a priority. I don't just consider it transactional. And these conversations have been good. You know, we've been getting on and we've just been updating each other what's going on with life. And it's our relationship is definitely growing from it. And so that's one big thing I've realized is even like having jujitsu Tuesdays and Thursdays with Joey and Gabe, you know, two of my closest friends is like we have Bible studies on Tuesdays in person. It's like we just have things on the calendar that are just intentional and bringing us closer. So it's like with these friends, whether you want them in closer or whether you want them in further away, like. Get something on the calendar. Get something on the calendar that's going to promote vulnerability. Like I said, vulnerability takes them to the inner circle. Guess what happens when I get into a Bible study with Gabe and Joey? We have no choice but to be vulnerable. We're in the Word of God and it's on the calendar every single week. So that being on the calendar, that being intentional and that being vulnerable, it just grows our relationship so much. That's the biggest thing I would say there is like get it on the calendar. Like if you want to call your grandma more, I know I do. It's like, just put it on the calendar. This is an action item to me. She's probably,
0: she's probably listening.
1: I, I called her yesterday. I called her yesterday. She said, I absolutely love this call. Like, thank you so much. And, and now I'm getting a, you know, a, a faith ministry on the calendar with our grandpa. He's, he's a pastor. And I really want to just dive into the word with him and, and learn as much as I can from him. Um, so now I'm getting that on the calendar. So it's like, just put these things on the calendar. Other people may view it as transactional. But it's like, if they do, just, just tell them, be transparent with why you're doing it. I want to grow this relationship out of love, out of intentionality. And I guarantee they'll be like, oh, awesome. You know, if they feel the same way, they'll, they'll definitely reciprocate. So that's like the, the biggest thing is just, just get these things on the calendar, schedule them, prioritize them. And then like your actions, audit your actions through this lens. Like, where are your priorities with people? So like Mitch said, like, those inner circle people, like he calls me at 2 a.m., you know, I'm in Florida, he's in Colorado, he's like, yo, I need you here. I'm booking the next possible flight for as, you know, as expensive as it is, like it doesn't fucking matter, like I'm on the next flight. So it's like, understand where do your actions fall for those people? It's like, are you going to prioritize, you know, a uh, 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 work over your people? Are you going to prioritize X, Y, Z over those relationships? Well, then maybe those relationships aren't where they need to be on your prioritization list.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. That goes back to one of the quotes that I, I shared with you before we, uh, before we actually got on, it was, um, Oh man, what was it exactly? I want to make sure I get it right.
1: Consistency.
0: Let me, yeah. Let me, uh, no, no, no. Well, yeah, yeah, whatever, what, whatever you're consistent with reveals what you can't live without, mm. you know? And so if you're defaulting to, netflix like that shows you can't live without that you know over let's say you're missing quality conversations with friends and family or whatever it is but you're finding time for you know bullshit it's like oh so you can live you can't live without that but you know but you can live without your relationships
1: and when you when you get it on that calendar like it's so much harder to default to other things like you think when i see wednesday you know 5 p.m. call with dad and mitch that i'm gonna sit here and and contemplate what i'm gonna do during that hour like it's on the calendar they're gonna show up now it's like it's so much harder to not take that phone call like it's so much harder to not go do anything else like there's no way i consciously decide to watch an episode of fucking netflix over that phone call when it's on the calendar so it's like don't make Mm. it like don't make it harder on yourself Get it scheduled, get intentional. And then you'll literally have to look at your calendar and tell those guys, hey, you know, now I got to come up with an excuse if I can't make the call. And it better be a pretty fucking damn good excuse. So it's like, Mm. you have to go through barriers now. So it's like, don't make it harder on yourself by just leaving it in the wind, hoping they're free. Like, just get with them, get vulnerable, get transparent, get things on the calendar, schedule things out, schedule things out. It's like, I'm even going bowling tomorrow or tonight What's tonight with joey's girl and gabe's fiance it's like i want to get intentional with my relationship with you know these dudes women in their life like i, I want to the best relationship i can have with them and i know that's gonna help help me do that it's by having a relationship with the, with the women in their life so it's like i got intentional i reached out to them and i was like hey let's get something on the calendar while these guys are gone now we're going bowling tonight. It's going to be a ton of fun. We're going to grow. We're going to get intentional. But it's like leaders go first. It's like everyone listening to this is a leader. This is an opportunity to go first. And I, and I think it's an obligation, honestly, because it's like it, you're absolutely obligated to develop the relationships, develop yourself, audit who the fuck's around you, audit your time, audit your energy, pour into yourself and be somebody for those who are looking to you to lead. You are obligated. I absolutely feel that. Woo! I'm on fire a day. today. I'm on fire today. I love relationships so much. I just, mm. hell yeah. Let's keep hell it yeah. going. I, mean, I got more. That,
0: uh, <clears throat> also, you know, that, that pairs well with what, what we're saying of what I shared with you before the call as well. Oh <laughs> One liner, you can't have intimacy without consistency. Mm. Like if you want intimacy and I've, rec- I've realized this and, I've realized this in my, you know, in my marriage and my relationship with you. And now when we're building the, you know, our, or improving our relationship with dad, it's like, if you want that intimacy, you got to be consistent. If you want to be intimate with God, you got to be consistent with your time with God. Like that, if you want to be in, you cannot have intimacy without consistency. And, um, yeah, it's a lesson that uh, that was shared with me that, I really resonate with and that I've unfortunately had to learn the hard way Mm. because I I just default to more passive. Like, you know, my natural inclination is to be by myself, to be, you know, like just, and so like it's, I got to work and put energy in to be consistent and intentional with pouring energy into other people or relationships. And so, uh, yeah, I loved that. Whenever I heard that, I was like, it hit me so hard. I was like, that's so true. Oh my gosh. Like I, I wish I could just realize this, you know, without having to learn the hard way. But um,
1: it's, you yeah, know, it is what it is. You know, it's the same thing we were saying last last podcast. Like reading the books, getting the lessons are great, but until you have the personal experience to tie it to, to hang that ornament on that tree, like Hormozy said, like, it's like it, it doesn't mean anything. Like, go out, get in the game, get the experience. That's that's the biggest thing here. And then when you actually read those lessons, that's when they become concrete and they stick and you can, you're able to use them moving forward. But mm-hmm. another thing I want to dive into is just the, the, the questions, like the deeper the relationship, the deeper the questions. And I'm, I'm putting it together a resource right now. I'm going to share it eventually of just deep questions that you can ask people. I keep getting this all the time. Matt, you keep saying this thing about deepening relationships based on deeper questions. Like what questions can I be asking for me? They just naturally come like they just, they very naturally came. It's, it's been from reps from communicating. It's like, mm-hmm. so, and I know I touched on it last podcast as well. I won't get into it, but like I am putting together a resource and it will probably be shared inside elevate, but um, maybe on Twitter or whatever. But it's like, I've been testing one lately on people every, every chance I can. And my question right now that I'm trying out is, what are three things you do that make you happier? Mm. You can learn so much it. about somebody based on that question alone. So much. I've been testing it on everyone, and I've been—I, I, you could tell so much about someone based on that question. Yeah, no, that's a great question. One that
0: comes to mind for me, and that I honestly have just been pondering the last week or so, is uh, what would your what would your perfect day look like? Mm. Because then you know what what their priorities are. That's such a good
1: one. Let me write that down.
0: What would your perfect day look like? Like nobody asks that for one. Like if someone asked me, like when I thought about it, I think it was in a conversation with Claire and I, I was like, you know what? Like the things that I would say if I were asked that are things that I do pretty regularly. So it's like, I am living life right. Because it's like, my perfect day would be like, getting, spending time with God, hitting the gym, hanging out with my wife, like hanging out with friends, getting out in nature. Like, and it's like, okay, well that's that like, that's what I do a lot of days. So it's like, cool. Perfect. Awesome. Like, I love this. Yes, and, and, and even work would be in there, like working on my, working on my business. Like it would be in there to some extent, you know, like I just, now that I have the freedom, it's like, okay, like, yeah, I would, I would enjoy doing a few hours of, you know, creating content or, you know, whatever it may be, improving my business, like and having that in there. Um, So like if you, your answer of what your perfect day looks like, if it's, if it's not anything like any of your days, it's like, okay, I got to make some changes, but that like, that'll make anybody think when you, when you ask that.
1: And to add to that, this going back to, to developing those relationships is like, what does your perfect day look like? What does other people's perfect day look like? If you can find people who have the alignment of those perfect days, like those are probably going to be pretty good relationships for you. Like I know for me, like I could ask Joey that and he'd probably say the exact same things that I would say. Cause we do the same things every day together. So it's like, you know, yeah. Jiu Jitsu work. We don't Frisbee literally every day. We throw a frisbee outside. It's like these are the things that we would do. We get into the word, like, like those are the things we would do. Like my perfect day, is straight up today. Like I wake up Friday morning, elevate Bible studies, just ascend my mood. My mood is the the best it can ever be after a Friday morning elevate Bible study. And I went hit legs right after. Went to the grocery store, thanked some people for their service. Oh my God. <laughs>
0: Yeah. So there's one you can add in It'd be a <clears throat> good conversation. I mean, it was and, and it's like, it's also not even very like invasive, you know what I mean? Like it, you can ask that to someone, maybe the first time you meet them and you'll get to know a lot about them, but it's also like, Oh, like that's a little more. I don't, you know, it's like not super vulnerable either. It's uh but you can learn a lot about the person through it um it could be different if you're like hey like what's the worst thing to ever happen to you
1: (laughs) like you know like
0: that that would be that would be a whole nother yeah situation but it's pretty lighthearted, fun looking at you know gets them to think about the things that they enjoy that you know that they're focused on that they prioritize like all those things so
1: and i yeah i've gone to you know like I've gone to another level with this. It's like I take note of what they say first and I take note of the tonality that goes around each of them. It's like what they say mm-hmm. first is just the first thing that hits them. Like like in that three things that make you happier. Like if you take note of what they say first and the tonality, like you can really learn a lot about someone. And there's just so much. There's so much to unpack there. So. Yeah. That's just a question that I've been testing out recently and it's been, it's been incredible. The results have been incredible. Every single conversation has gone super deep. I don't know if they know they're in a science experiment, but they're in my science experiment. Um, (laughs) I tell them after the fact, it's been like Peyton and Austin and guys already have relationships right now. So they're the ones asking me for the questions. (laughs) So, but, um, yeah, it's, it's, it's really been incredible, but I do want to tell that, that story. Um, you know, at the grocery store today, just talking about living boldly, like we have over the last couple of weeks on the pod, and just doing the things, you know, you feel called to do those pull pulls on your heart. Um, You know, having those hard conversations, just doing whatever God has placed in your heart. And today I had an opportunity and I capitalized on the opportunity and it felt like another domino down, you know, of momentum for me, just something God has placed in my heart. And like, for the last, I don't know, probably 10 years, like, I've always felt the, the pull to thank somebody for their service. Anytime I see a service man or woman, you know, out at a gas station or whatever, or the grocery store or wherever you see them in their uniform. Um, and I've, I've always just like respected the people who go by and thank them for their service. And I'm like, I got to be that guy. Like, I need to thank these people because I truly you know, do appreciate what they're doing. And I've never done it though. You know, for the last, 10 years, probably I've had all these opportunities and I've gone to, you know, I've even taken a couple steps towards someone and then just for whatever reason, just dipped off, just, eh, eh, and then just kind of, kind of dipped off. And and today, you know, I fought that, that battle in my head again, it was like, I saw a bunch of them. I was in the grocery store at Publix right after the gym and saw a bunch, there was a bunch, there was like 10 to 15 and they were kind of walking around doing some grocery shopping, whatever. And I just felt that pull immediately. I was like, I got to thank them for their service. And as I'm approaching, you know, I'm like, Ooh, ooh like just a discomfort. And I don't even know why, like, I don't, I really don't know why. And, mm-hmm. but it's just one of those things. And I walked up and I just said, the one guy is kind of isolated by himself. And I was just like, thank you for your service. That's all I said. And he, you know, uh, Like I genuinely, like I could tell he genuinely appreciated that. Like he kind of was like caught off a little bit and then he wanted to show gratitude towards me and it kind of just like word vomited it out a little bit. Like I could show he was genuinely like caught off guard and then like, was like, Oh, I got to thank this guy. Like, he was like, "I, I just, I hope you have like an incredible day, man. Like that's, that was his response. And then, like I said, there was 10 to 15. So I had the opportunity a bunch as I'm walking through the store. Um, and I, I did it probably five or six times just going around thinking the different groups of people in the grocery store. And it was just one of those things, you know, one of those actions of living boldly is like God just placed that in my heart. He had been placing that in my heart over the last, I don't know how long. I've always shied away from that opportunity of, of living, you know, in that vision, um, someone I want to be. And today I was able to knock down that first domino and I know it'll make it easier to not only thank people for their service, but to continue to lean into what God has placed, placed in my heart. So just happy to share that, share that win on here. And I just want to encourage everyone who's listening, like we're doing these things to live boldly. Like we're having the hard conversations where we're talking about our faith on the timeline. Like everyone who's listening, sees it. Like we talk about God, we're, we're talking about God on the pod. Like we're leaning into the word, um, we are living boldly to inspire you to live boldly like join us like we want to empower you we want to just pour into you right now and just just give you the foundation to stand on like i understand you know it can feel like vulnerable or, or like a struggle or like you're alone or you know all these emotions that you'll get and you'll you'll have these battles in your head these conversations in your head like just take this as your sign like next time you have one of those conversations or battles like just take this the Super Morbros podcast episode like 30 like this is the sign to to take that action to overcome that anxiety that fear whatever mountain you're placing in front of you like you fucking got this remember these words like you fucking got this like just do it
0: Amen. Amen Makes me think of a couple things um one is I remember after we had a, the conversation with dad, dad, if you're listening in 2024, <laughs> shout out, shout out, you shout out dad. <laughs> um, but anyways, but we had it and it was something that had been on our hearts for maybe a few weeks beforehand mm. and we had it and I felt like I gained so much power. I'd sent you that. I sent you a voice message afterwards and I was like, man, like that, it really resonated with me. The saying like, do the thing and you'll have the power mm. Um, and I had the, and the, even Claire and I talked about this recently of like that thing that is on your heart or on your mind is weighing on you that, you know, you should do, but there's resistance around it. The more that you, the longer you push it off or the, you know, the distance, I guess for the, the, procrastination is stealing your power. Mm. So the longer you go without doing it, the more power it steals. And then once you do it, you gain that power back. Like all that power that had been stealing from you and then you do it and it's like, all of it comes right back. And then you feel empowered again. Mm. And so it made me think of that for one of just like do the thing and you'll have the power. And I've really, I mean, you can, like you said, it's a domino effect of like, Oh, I just gained that power. And now the next time you see a service, you know, man or woman, it's like, it's going to be easy. Boom. You have that power. Boom. Just like, it's going to be easy. It's like nothing, but also, When we, you know, in my um, just in Bible study and time with God, I've been learning a lot and it reminds me of, you know, just how the enemy works. It's like when we feel a pull on our heart, that's most likely coming from that, you know, the Holy Spirit or the spirit within us. And the enemy, of course, is going to just put put anything he can in the way to distract you or to push it down or to write it off or whatever it is. Because it's, if it's truly God, like pulling you to do that thing, then he doesn't want, the enemy does not want that to happen. Mm. And so he's going to come up with, uh, like they probably get that all the time. You shouldn't, you don't need to say it, you know, as far like your situation yeah, of yeah. saying, thank you for your service. Like, oh, they, they probably, it won't even mean anything to them. They get that all the time. Like, don't, you don't even worry about it. Like, oh, or, oh, they're, they're grocery shopping. Like, I don't want to, I don't want to bother them.
1: Yeah, you know, yeah. or like, it just,
0: just it, they'll just, he'll just put these things and he'll put that resistance. And you're like, I don't even know why, but he'll just put these thoughts in your mind he'll put the resistance in your heart. And it's just like, what in the hell? Like, you know, but then once you recognize it, it's like, okay, no, like this, I feel this pull on my heart that those thoughts or that resistance or whatever that is, is the enemy at work trying to prevent whatever God is trying to do through me. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to prevent that from happening. And when you can just like place it and see it and become aware of it, it's like, okay, if if there is resistance, it's probably because God is telling you to do it. You know what I mean? If there is no resistance, it's probably not from him. Mm. It's probably mm. not from him.
1: That's you know? so true. So true. I so good. So good.
0: And when I think about the times that I've had the most resistance in my life around something that I did for the first time or did, you know, uh, something that was new, it's like starting my business, you know, is is a big one, of course, of like having that paralyzing anxiety. So it's like, okay, that resistance, that enemy attack is a sign of like, you're taking a step in the right direction. Like if you don't feel that resistance, it's not, it's probably not at the right path because the enemy's not going to try to keep you from doing anything that you're not supposed to be doing. Like, yeah. you know, like if you're watching porn or something, like the enemy's not going to stop you from that. Yeah. <laughs> He'll make that easy. Pop
1: that yeah. up on your phone, two clicks. Oh yeah.
0: He's going to, he's going to lower all barriers to that. He's going to make that easy for you. Totally. He's going to make that easy for you. So it's like, Okay, if you think about it that way, you know, it's like, okay, if I have this resistance, if I have these thoughts, these negative thoughts, these, these, uh, you know, invading thoughts or these things that, you know, I'm not good enough or I can't do this or it won't work or I think I shouldn't do that or whatever it is, it's probably just the enemy
1: feeding you that. I think a good, good lesson here. Like Newsom was like the first thing he said at that retreat two weeks ago in Nashville. He said, the enemy is in me. He said, "Understand that, like the enemy is in me." So, but that gave you know that seems super empowering for me because it's just like it's in me. Like, you know, where's that self control, that self discipline? And I think that's why it's so important. Like, you know, I shared a video yesterday. Like yesterday, Gabe, Joey are out of town. My training partners, Jiu Jitsu. I did not want to go to Jiu Jitsu. My body's been pretty beat up. Whatever. I'm prepping up for this Goggins four x four by forty eight. Like I'm running a bunch now. So it's like, I didn't want to go to jujitsu and, and I, I got a lot of work to do. You know, I, I'm a boozy guy. I got a lot of work to do. So I'm like sitting here and I'm like justifying it. That enemy, like you're talking about that enemy is in me. And I'm like, you know what? Gabe and Joey aren't here. Like, this is a good, good week that I can just take off. Like body's pretty beat up. I could really use the recovery. I got a lot of work to do. Like, da. But it was like again the enemy is in me and it's like i'm not gonna sit here is something i heard from tony robbins is like i don't negotiate with myself like i'm not gonna sit mm. here and fucking negotiate like nah like take that voice and put it in its fucking place like i'm in fucking control and, and i went to jiu-jitsu and, and it was a super like laid-back practice like it was a light practice it wasn't extremely taxing like it was perfect It was exactly what i needed like my body needed so mm. it was just like like all these obstacles I had placed in my mind like oh I'm, I'm already taxed like I'm running like I don't need to go do that I need to recover I get there super laid back practice super chill a lot of technique work mm-hmm. like it was just it was just so so ironic and I just think that's sometimes just God just being funny you know just being funny <laughs> <laughs> yeah
0: God has a sense of humor absolutely uh, for sure but yeah I mean in it, it, it helps. I think for guys, especially when I think about it that way of like, if you think like some people call it like the bitch voice, like Andy Forsella, like the bitch voice or like Doggett. if you, you know, if you think about the enemy is putting, planting those thoughts, it's planting those feelings, then you view it as a challenge.
1: <laughs> then it's
0: like, no, I'm going to, I'm going to fight. It's like, fuck you, know? you. Like I am in a fight. You, you like if you view it as something outside of you that is attacking you, that is challenging you, that you have to overcome instead of like, these are my thoughts. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like if you're just like, Oh, these are my thoughts. Like this is right. Like this is probably true, you know, but if you view it as like, these aren't my thoughts, this is, it's, this is the enemy trying to bring me down, knock me off course. Like that's going to help you and see it as a challenge in
1: overcoming it. Understand another thing with those thoughts. You know, I just got off of a, a mentorship call with Nick. It was last week, and he was talking about those are the things we want to keep in the shadows. You know, it's like the lower self versus the higher self. Like that's the lower self speaking. That's that inner bitch, whatever you want to call it. And it's like those are the things we want to keep in the shadows from other people, from God, from those around us. Like those are the things we do not want light shed on. And the people who come around you who really challenge you, they start to shed light on those shadows. And that's what makes you very uncomfortable. And that's why taking relationships deeper takes vulnerabilities because it sheds light on the shadows in your life. And I've understood one thing is like, if you can openly get over your fucking ego and grab those shadows and take them to your people, if you have strong people, you got guys like Mitch and and Joey and and Gabe, you know, these guys in my life, you know, Peyton, Austin, like these, these guys in my life, like good dudes that I can take my shadows to and they will help shed light and empower me to overcome those, those, that, that darkness, that, that bitch, that challenge, like. So it's like, those are the things we want to hide. Those are the things we want to shy away from. You know, we don't want God to see those, like like he doesn't see it, know everything. It's like, we don't want God to see those things. We don't want uh, those around us to see those things. We want to seem strong. We want to see seem like we're the leaders. You know, we don't have anything wrong. We don't have any weaknesses. It's like, bullshit, we all got weaknesses. And it's like, if you really want to connect and empower yourself to be stronger, to be a leader, it's like, get in those fucking shadows shed some light on there. Newsom said the cobwebs, he referred to them as the cobwebs. He calls it hell. He was like a man can only ascend um, to like his highest level of heaven as, as deep as he can descend into his level of hell. It's like in in relating it back to that capacity you were talking about is like, you are at capacity. How much of that capacity is in the shadows? How much of that is darkness? How much of that is shit you got to go and conquer and overcome or work through? Like, that is your capacity right now so the more you can get down into that darkness and work through those cobwebs and and take those other people you know around you into those 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 dark Mm -hmm. moments with you is like you can fucking overcome that shit and, and gain that more capacity now you got more influence now you got more light to give more love to give like now you have more people you can serve and like i said just a few minutes ago like I truly believe you are fucking obligated to get vulnerable and to go into the depths of your hell and conquer those demons, whatever you want to call it. It's like those things are what comes out when you're wanting to take the action that God has placed in your heart. It's like the more you can get in there and just fucking slay ahead of time with the people around you, it's like the more just empowered you are to continue to grow and build and serve and do whatever it is God has, Mm -hmm. has placed in your heart. 100%.
0: And when you don't want, you don't want to show people those shadows or those dark places, because that brings accountability to them. Yes. When others see it, when you're, when they're close enough to you to see the, see the dark places, that's a that brings accountability. You can't, you can't dis, you can't disappear and hide anymore when other people see it, you know, and that brings accountability to it. And that's why you try to keep people at a distance because you're like, oh, if they get too close, they're going to hold me accountable to that. Hmm. You know, if it's the right people. And so you you want to keep them at a distance because you don't want accountability in those areas. You want them to stay dark. You want to, you, you know, the, but that's just the the enemy. Like you're saying, you, he wants you to not be close to those people. He wants, he, the enemy wants that. He wants distance between you and your closest homies because then your homies can't hold you accountable for what you do in the dark. Can't hold you accountable for what you do when no one else is around. Mm. You know, and so like when they get that close and they see, it's like, well, you got to make a decision then you're forced to go to, to keep it and keep intentionally, you know, consciously doing it and living with it. Or you got to face it. Like one, you got to, the accountability makes you go one of two ways. You know, you can't just kind of sit in this on the fence anymore. It's like, Hey, pick a side. And you're like, fuck, you're like, fuck, you know? Okay. All right, cool. Like I got to go, I guess. Like I, I was listening to, um, I've been getting a lot of uh, fed a lot of the word from a podcast recently. And, uh, um, Tim Ross, he talked about, if you want to be a man of God, you want to be a, a room filled with light. You want to be a room with no dark corners. Mm. Like, a man of God is a room with no dark corners.
1: That's powerful. It's uh, it, Honestly, it's like, that it takes me right to, I keep reflecting all this to Newsome, you know, that retreat was just so powerful, but like we had to speak on what we saw, you know, in, inside someone's soul at this retreat. I know it sounds bougie for people who weren't there listening to this. Like, I, you're,
0: you're, I don't think you know what bougie means. Well, what do you, mean,
1: you mean like I mean, esoteric? I think, I think Pellegrino is bougie. You know, it sounds like, Nice. Esoteric. It sure, sounds, sure. I sure. think esoteric yeah. is more of the word but that you're saying. But sounds whatever. You get it. They get it. The people get it. No, no, no. Esoteric, esoteric. esoteric. Inten-
0: Intended for or likely to be understood by only a small number of people okay. with specialized esoteric. knowledge or interest
1: Okay, so yeah, esoteric. Which it absolutely is. Yeah. And if you're listening to this and you understand, you're a homie. So cool. Cool, cool. A way to speak and tell somebody what we saw in their soul, you know, their their higher self, that 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 God-given <laughs> vision. It's like the first thing I said to Newsom was like, you are light. And it's just like crazy, like, because he has done a lot of that inner work. You know, he's done a lot of that healing, and now he helps to heal other people. And obviously, he's still working on himself. But it's just like you can see that. It's like he just – he does seem like just such a light. And it's just, just – Interesting to think about this that that bright room, you know, with no dark corners. So that's that's, it's so true. It's clicking for me. I love these thoughts. This conversation, this this might be the best pod we've ever had. (laughs) Maybe it's just the first pod where I'm just kind of just fucking getting in, you you know. I may be on two coffees just feeling myself, but here it is. Oh, okay. I got I found the verse in the Bible
0: of uh. Of, that goes along with this. It says no one after lighting a lamp puts it under a basket, but up on the lamp stand and it gives light to all in the house in the same way, let your light shine before others so that they may see your good works and give glory to the father in heaven. Like you want to put the lamp up, up on a surface. So it shines to all the corners, you know, <laughs> to all the corners you you if you all of a sudden, you know, put that lamp up there. And then that brings light to everything, you know you're on the right path.
1: Yes. And people, people in your life, your relationships, they should raise your lamp. They should remove ooh, the shade. Oh. Ooh, ooh, ooh,
0: ooh. But also when we think when we say like do the thing and you have the power, it's like you by 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 keeping these dark corners, you're also limiting your light. You're limiting your light to be a to be that light for other people. It says, no one after lighting a lamp puts it under a basket, but on the lamp stand, and it gives light to all in the house. But we're the do. same way. Let, in the same way, let your light shine before others. So if if you got those areas that are dark corners, it's like your your light is not shining as brightly as God wants your light
1: to be shining. Mm. And like we keep saying, I guess I keep saying. And this is, this is at us, just the same as it is everyone listening to this. Like, we are fucking obligated. As men, as sons of God, as if you're a woman listening to this, like, as, you know, leaders, as brothers, as sisters, as friends, as anything, any title you want. It's like, we are obligated to absolutely shed as much light as possible and to just shine as bright as possible. So whatever deep work we got to do, it's like somebody right now listening to this in, what's what's that darkness? What's that shadow? You know, you know, like, you know, you're sitting there, you know. It's like, what do you got to do? You got to text somebody. Got Maybe it's us. Maybe reach out to us. Like, if you got some, some shadow in your life that you want to overcome, maybe you don't know us. Maybe you do know us. Shoot us a message, whether it's Twitter, Instagram, in Elevate, text if you got our number like wherever you're at just reach out to us and we'd love to just support you in any way we can come around you in that moment um because we understand and we we want your light to shine as bright as it can just understand that like that's why we do this podcast it's like we want to just equip you with skills and value and just empower you to to shine that light and that be that beacon for others and continue to lead the way um so Is that a natural closing of the pod <sighs> right there? Should we just should I just wrap it? Sometimes I just don't know. I just yeah, don't know. I don't know. We are at an hour, so it's probably probably about time. And as we always say, like if you're still listening to this,
0: I love. It. I,
1: what, what, okay,
0: he, yeah, I'm still listening to this, but <laughs> this I was sharing with you a bunch of one liners that hit me, hit me hard, and this go this will this will wrap it up here. Let's hit them. Let's hit them. Okay. Okay. Posers lack accountability. Mm. Mm. You don't want accountability because you want to keep posing. You want to keep putting on the image like it. you don't have these dark corners.
1: Ooh,
0: I've, I've definitely fallen victim to that. Still do. One hundred percent. Still do. Still do. Exactly. Exactly. So I don't want to be a poser, though. That's for sure. For sure. I don't want to be the guy that you see on t- you, you see his tweets and then you meet him and you are like, ooh. Something may right here this, this, this I don't want to be the guy that you listen to the pod we we don't want to be the guy that you listen to the pod you meet us and you're like ooh something may right there's distance between what i hear and who they are,
1: mm,
0: they are- what they what they portray and what who they are who what they do you know what they live i
1: will say uh, that that Nashville retreat and at the Houston event it's like i had multiple people who had met me for the first time say you are exactly how you are on the internet. And like, that's like the, that's like one of the biggest compliments. Best compliment. Best compliments. Exactly. Cause like, like, think about it. Like you can go make your identity into whatever you want on the internet. Your actions don't have to back it up. Nothing has to back it up. You can go on the internet and be whoever you want. So like, just to hear that, cause like, you know, obviously I've gained an audience for a reason. It's like people are choosing to follow me. So it's like, that's just such a, such a powerful comment, but yeah, let's shed some light, you know, let's shed some light, everybody listening to this, like, let that light shine, be that beacon, let's, uh, take that call to action, whatever it is, God is placed in your heart, um, let's continue to just live boldly, and just, just be sons of God, and whoo, just lean on one another, like, that's the biggest thing as well, as like, lean into people, you know, it's, it's not, It's not a a dependence thing. It's a brilliance thing. I I tweeted that as like leaning on others is not a sign of dependency. Like it's a sign of brilliancy. So do that. Yeah. I
0: mean, the God, the God of the uh, God in flesh leaned on his father.
1: Amen. Amen. Anyways.
0: Great. Awesome. Love
1: it. Awesome. Those are your filler words. But, Great, uh,
0: awesome. Feel, feel the words, yeah, yeah. yeah. I uh, hope you're having what, what it is. I hope you're uh, doing incredible and amazing. I love it. Let me let me close but, this out here. Okay. Close out close that
1: So for everyone still listening, this is what we like to call the After Hours Crew. Um, we love you guys, but seriously, thank you guys from the bottom of our hearts for getting on and just listening to us. You know, kind of just talk and and share with each other. You know, we we live across the country from each other, so. This is just a sacred time for us. I know we both value it, jumping on here and talking about lessons and, and things that we're, we've we learned or we're currently learning or just sharing, you know, updates from our lives. So we appreciate you guys tuning in. And if you did get value from this, like this is probably the best episode we've recorded, in my opinion. If you did get value from this, like like share it. like Just share it. We do this completely free. We say it every time. Like just share this show. Share it with somebody. Text a homie right now. Somebody you want to develop that relationship with somebody you want to help you you know shed light on those dark corners like like share this show with somebody you want to empower somebody you want to bring into that inner circle like this is a great way to get into self development together like share this show peace and love from the super more bros